Welcome to Licking Non-Vanilla, a sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. So grab a cup of cocoa, your favorite easy chair, and the lube as we go sailing into the dark, sweet waters of all things naughty. On Licking Non-Vanilla, with your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. Hey kids, it's Licking Non-Vanilla, and this is the first video Licking Non-Vanilla, I think. Right, Chris? Yep, I think so. Yeah, first one we're doing with video, that's right. So you can see me, I'm Ralph (laughs) Greco Jr., and over there... Right. <laughs> that's uh, that's who is that? Man. <laughs> well, I'm not an animal. That's uh, my buddy. Uh, that's my buddy M. Christian over there. Um, who suddenly realizes he really should be ashamed. Yeah, really. You know, you're right about that. Um, it's funny when you do it visual now. It's a whole different. Like we were talking about this with our producer. You have to be very like okay, very in 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 the middle of things and look at the camera. And <laughs> it's a different kind of thing. Before we were hiding. Yeah, we were hiding pretty well. Uh, so we're not we're not hiding anymore. But uh, actually, at this point, we all also are waiting for a couple guests, and I hope they join us today. Um, and so if they do, we'll cut we'll, we'll cut right into it. Um, but. Um, Chris, just before we went on the air, we were we were we were bandying about some things to talk about, and you mm-hmm. you you threw the world word holiday out there, uh, Madonna fan that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you're not a big you're not a big holiday um, nope. guy, nope. are you? Nope. You know, bury them on the stake of uh, uh, you know uh, you know boil them in their own pudding, and you know bury them with a stick of holly through their heart. That's that's definitely me. I'm not a huge fan nice. of holidays. I'm this, this any ho- any like, holiday or just. Uh, any holiday or just or just the the, the the Christmas one? Don't get me started on Easter. <laughs> and oh, Arbor yeah, well, Day is just you know. just oh don't don't get me started. I, oh, I, I don't want to get I don't want to talk to you about Arbor Day. Yeah, I know how you get with Arbor Day. Yeah, and we wouldn't want well, I don't want to any I don't want to resurrect any bad feelings about Easter. <laughs> but um but it is but it's mainly Christmas that you're. Yeah, I'm just not a big holiday fan myself. I mean, my my family wasn't the best, and it was always more stressful than it actually was enjoyable. Um, that okay. too is just like I just I don't know. It just never never works for me. It's not from Halloween, um, but you well, know, I that, would think you, you know, and I specifically Halloween for yep. sure. You love Halloween, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All those years in San Francisco, yeah. it's like that's the only real holiday in that city is Halloween. Ooh, Everything else is where it's it. like okay, we'll tolerate Christmas and okay, New Year's is around, but. The, you know the stops come out for um for halloween but yeah i mean i'm just not much of a fan of it i mean you know one i don't have much yeah. of a family anyway i mean you have a big family i mean you've got you know all kinds yeah. of people yeah you know uh, it's just little yeah. me in the dark with my cat and i'm not too sure she even likes me um so when the right. holiday season comes around it's like oh boy you know it's like at least you know right now i've noticed that they haven't been really pushing the christmasy stuff at least a few times i've ventured mm-hmm. out into the world uh, which is great because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than you know having like Christmas carols scrammed down your throat when you're just trying to like get your right. shopping done. It's like right. okay, enough of it. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of those weird things. I mean, I'm not like I don't think it's like you know horrible for everybody. It's just not my yeah. favorite. Well, you know, I, we talked about this a little bit a couple couple months ago when Halloween was upon us. But how, what's the difference in San Francisco? 
normal day, times of the year as opposed to Halloween. I mean, like, how much amp, how much more amped up was the whole was that whole city oh, during Halloween? It was bonkers. It was bonkers. I mean, I, I told you the story about how you know the the unofficial thing was to go to the Castro until they finally stopped doing that because it just got so out of control. But I mean, mm-hmm. you think about it; it's a flamboyant city, or at least it used to be a really flamboyant city. Right. Um, and back then, it was just like it was any excuse to party, dress up. You know, put on your kink clothes, you know, get out there and do yeah. whatever. So it was just off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, yeah, you, know, the whole, you know, the other holidays were there as well. I mean, you know, particularly Gay yeah. Day, which was, you know, huge. Um, but mm. for the most part, it just seemed like that was the big holiday. And it's funny. I've talked to a lot of people and they say the same thing these days. I think the big thing is that, you know, the other holidays is sort of like this. If you don't have a family, you're screwed. Um, but mm. Halloween you can do it if you don't have anybody oh, and there's nothing stopping. Absolutely. You. And new year's absolutely. is just a lot of stress because it's like one, you got to make the resolutions. Yeah. And then it's like, if you don't have a good time, suddenly you're some kind of weirdo. And you know, it's just, right. And especially if you're hanging out with a bunch of amateurs, it can get really weird, but yeah. And oh, thing with Thanksgiving and holidays and Thanksgiving and Christmas in yeah, the same yeah. way. It's like, if you don't have a family, then that's it. But Halloween, puff, you know, you can do whatever you want. And there's also no expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Now, tell people who don't know, I would think most people listening to Licking Non Vanilla know this, but tell them what the Castro section of San Francisco was built on. I mean, what it was like. I don't know about it anymore. I've been, I was there recently and it's a little touristy, but mm-hmm. d- try to explain to people, if you can, what that, se- what that section of the city is as like as opposed to something other. Sure. I mean, it's a, it's a great place. It still is. I mean, it's, it's gotten a little bit more gentrified over the years, but for the longest time, I'm not too sure exactly. I'll have, to, I'll have to look up my historical things about the city, such. But if mm. I remember correctly, it was just like always kind of predominantly, you know, GLBT, you know, little little sort of sanctuary there. Um, yeah. And when I was there back in the '90s, it was very definitely that. Not that every other part of the city wasn't welcoming or supportive. It's just that was like mm-hmm. kind of the heartbed. And so it was yeah. like you had all kinds of you know wonderful little cafes and shops and all this kind of stuff. And it was mm-hmm. you know like. They still have the rainbow, you know, on the um, the sidewalks and such. It's really still right. a wonderful place to go. The Castro Theater is fantastic. There's like, you know, funky little shops like Does Your Mother Know and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like this kind of like, you know, kind of almost like a little sub city. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, for Halloween, it was just, you know, it just got so ridiculous that they stopped doing it. But they still have like little mm-hmm. fairs and such, or at least they used to, you know, uh, pre-COVID. Um, but right. yeah, San Francisco was interesting that way. It very much is kind of like, again, like any other big city like New York where it has little districts. So you've got like, yeah. you know, Japantown, Chinatown, and you've got the wharf and you've got, you know, Soma and you've got the sunset and the Richmond, but the Castro yeah. is, is, you know, really kind of like just always been that way. Um, you know, not that any other person isn't welcome there. Um, but it's still, right. you know, fun to go to, even though San Francisco has gotten ridiculously expensive and no one can really live there anymore, but it's still That's always true. worth going That's to. True. And like I said, the Castro Theater is, is, is a, is a kick. I mean, when they do like their sing-alongs for Sound of Music or the Wizard of Oz or something, it's just an absolute <laughs> That's gotta be crazy. Oh, absolutely. That's I gotta mean, be crazy. Oh, it's bonkers. It's a huge old theater too, which is fantastic. It's a legendary mm-hmm. theater. Uh, for many years, um, I would go to the Gay Man's Chorus there for the holidays. That was the only thing I sort of did. Oh, that must have been ritual. beautiful. You know, our, our sweet oh, friend, Jean Marie, um, Jean Marie Stein, um, would have like this kind of like party kind of thing where, you know, he, you know, she would invite all kinds of friends and we'd all go to the um, mm-hmm. 
the gay men's chorus, and that was a real, real treasure. And that's the one thing I do miss is that because that was kind of like you yeah. know, an un an holiday holiday kind of thing. But it, it was a blast. Yeah. I would, if anybody hasn't seen them, I definitely recommend checking them out. They're magnificent, and it's just always a good time. <laughs> well, you know, everything Chris is describing. If you happen to catch the movie Milk, which uh, mm-hmm. with uh, first of all, there's a great documentary mm-hmm. about him that Harvey Firestein um, narrates, but also the movie that had Sean Penn in it um, is all about the Castro. It was all about the building, the, how it built up mm-hmm. and how that area became, um, like Chris said, a, a mecca for, for gay men, specific to begin with, um, to, meet, to, to feel safe and, you know, uh, have an enclave like that. So, um, and when I was there, mm, the last, not the last time, maybe the last time, I went to the to the camera shop, which is now a store. Mm-hmm. So Milk's camera sh- shop, which was kind of like, like you know, the, the ground central, right, for everything that was political, everything that was happening there, um, has now became um, uh, it's a it's a like a, sh- a shop where you get you get you get certain you can get mm-hmm. uh, clothing and little knickknacks and all that kind of swag and stuff. But anyway. That so that whole area is still pretty much what it was. I think you know, like everything else has changed in some way. Um, but um, I, I, because when Chris and I first met, we went to. So where was where's the armory? Is that in the tender? Uh, the armory is the mission, and uh, the mission is okay. Like, the mission. Okay. It's, it's it's remarkable how small San Francisco is. I mean, yeah, it'll take you a while to walk from like, you know, the Embarcadero to the, you know, to, you know, way out to the other side of the coast, you know, over to like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'm just losing my words all of a sudden, like the, the beachfront and so forth. But um, yeah, it's like I, I lived in the mission and we would easily walk mm-hmm. up like 18th or 16th and just go to the Castro. It was just like a, you know, a, a right. quick little jog. And it has these little right. pocket neighborhoods. But yeah, the, um, the, uh, the, the armory is actually located in the mission. But again, it's so close; it might as well just be almost right next door. And and, and that place, Chris and I are talking about. That's where Kink dot com mm-hmm. used to be, or I, still is. That's where their studios were. When mm-hmm. Chris and I first met at Why Not, they had an outing to there, and the armory is this old armory, mm-hmm. and that's where they kink, they they shoot all this kink stuff inside and have parties and stuff. But it's it's an armory; it's huge. I mean, you can park tanks, mm-hmm. multiple tanks in their in their parking lot, and the armory. It looks like a big castle as you're just coming down the street in the Mission District. You look to your right, there it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of those one of those specific places in the city that you go, wow, look, that. you know, you can't miss it. It's just like it's coolest thing, you know, to say. So we uh, I, we were there at the same time. I don't think we're we were actually not hanging out together, but we were with a whole bunch of people. But that's just what one of those many things in San Francisco, like Chris was saying, you go down to the wharf, you go to Giridelli Square, you do that is it's a hell of a city. It's a very cool city in a lot of ways, you know. But it's it is very expensive to live there. That's yep. for damn sure. Yep. Wow. I like I like to make people really impressed when I say I used to own a house in San Francisco. And you know, the, but at the same time it really, to be honest, wasn't I wasn't really the hundred percent owner. It was a it was kind of a three way thing. And it was okay. only on paper, and it was back in the 90s where you could actually buy a house in San Francisco for like $300,000. So now, Where was that house? Was that in Mission? Uh, was that, that in the Mission? Yeah, it was located on Camp Street, 
Um, yeah, I, I was part of this Dang. little kind of quasi hippie polyam little kind of you know you know group, and this is when I was married. Mm-hmm. It was basically like my wife, her mother, um, their her adopted brother, and her adopted brother's partner, um, and then me, mm-hmm. and then various other people who kind of come in and join us. And originally we had a house in the other part of the mission, and then they decided it was a little small for this you know rather rambunctious little group. So we bought this Adams family-ish Victorian monstrosity on Camp Street that I think was right. built right right after the earthquake. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, but you know, Camp Street, was, as far as we all have determined, was named that way because the original campsite of the people who first came there. So it was really an old part of the yeah. city. Um, but the house was, uh, you know, a combination disaster and magnificently bizarre because it was like yeah. three stories right. with a converted attic and it had a huge backyard and it had like all this stuff could have been around forever. But yeah, it was right. interesting, but it also taught me I never want to own a house again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ever. right. Well, it's a lot, a lot of work. Oh, yeah. it was a huge amount of work. Now, I just got an email that I think our guests are coming. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I got we'll, it too. I we'll think. get them on. Yeah, just said there. I just got the email that um, they they got the the interface the email that we need to give them. So, um, give, we should, so let's just let's just tell people where they're at. First of all, we're at Licking on Vanilla. Yep, I'm Ralph Greco Jr. and that's over there is over there. See if you follow my finger. What's, what's my, oh, there's my finger. <laughs> there's M. Christian over there. Um, and we are waiting on some people. Some uh, the. Kind of the brains behind a, a, a thing called um, it's 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 like this uh, comedy uh, thing, the comedy stripping show mm-hmm. that's happening in the in the city called uh, called uh, Stick a Pole in It. It's a comedy pole dancing show. So we're going to be talking with the two principals from there in a second. Uh, they're just they're getting their interface now, and uh, we're going to. We're going to have a little chat about how they put that all together and how they're running it in this climate, which has got to be pretty interesting to run a show, any kind of show in this climate. Absolutely. Let alone a, let alone a strip comedy evening at a bar. It must be I, – I, putting the logistics of that together have got to be really something else. I was discussing this before we went on the air. I have gone to a couple shows that the publicist who set it up for this, he puts – he kind of gets involved in these really interesting performances and shows and aerialists and uh, a lot of and naughty stuff and they put it all together and it's it's always usually it's usually spectacular. I've seen a couple of the shows in the city. Um, I'm so looking anyway, forward to uh, it. but anyway, I just yeah, should, should be very interesting. Now, have you um, um, what's it like in, in back east when it comes to like doing these events? I know out here because you know I'm not exactly near a big city. I'm in Eugene, which is you know relatively small. Yeah. Um, you know, do they, I know like a couple places here, they require like vaccination, you know, certificate. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's, you know. it's more or less some, most places at this point are, uh, are proof of some sort of, um, some sort of vax, I think at this point, mm-hmm. not all places. Um, so I think that varies from venue to venue, mm-hmm. but like anything else, you know, you go online, you could find out you just, well, that's just the way it is. It's yep. not like you're not like you're not informed before you go. You know, yeah. There's a little um, place here that does require, and then they also have like their own version <clears throat> of social distancing and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting how that's kind of going. But you know, I got mine in my wallet, and you know, most restaurants mm-hmm. are usually they keep you socially distant and such. But 
you know, nowadays it's like it's where, you know, people are taking the precautions and such. So it's kind of interesting to see how someone would handle that, like you said, in a bar, especially during all this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I think we're. Hello, guys. Hello. hello, hello, hello. Let me put my glasses on because I can. Hello. You know what? I, I'm vain, but I'm going to put my glasses on so I can see you better. <laughs> so, um, That's what I had to do. That's what I had to do. I, I, feel, I feel terrible, but I got to wear them. What can I tell you? Um. Well, you know, you're you're in the uh, the virgin, if I can use that word, uh, outing not? of us doing the show with um, video. Okay. Over the first ones. You are. This is the this is the virgin outing. Um, <laughs> right. I'm Ralph. That's Chris. Hello. The guy over there. That's our that's our producer, Mark. You won't you won't see him, but he's he's like the man behind the curtain. Okay. Hey, Mark. Hey, Chris. Hey, Ralph. So. Um, well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, do you guys need a second? Like, do you want what are we what are we doing? No, we 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 can cut it up the way we want to do it. So okay. we're, we're we're fine. Um, and it's not live. We're just we're just recording. Yeah, it gets edited, so you don't have to worry too much. So yeah, um, we well, but anyway, it's so it's wonderful to see you both. Um, so how about let I'm going to let you introduce yourselves because we've haven't like I said, it's the first time we're doing a video. So I'd rather you say who you are and say hi and all that kind of stuff. So. Have at it. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Joanna Ross. This is... Keep going. Okay. Hi, I'm Joanna Ross. We run a um, pole dancing and comedy show for the last nine years. Wow. Called I know, right? It, it's crazy. Called Stick a Pole in It. Get it? Get it. <laughs> awesome. Then we're done. We're done. We got it. That's it. Okay. Well, it's nice to meet you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is so Dan. You, he's, he's hi, gonna, Dan. How you doing? Um, our co-producer, I'm Dan Goodman. I'm the, we're both comics, and we're both produced stick a pole in it. Uh, like Joanna said, for nine years, and I don't know how, but we did. <laughs> yeah, nine, nine years is pretty impressive. What? Where did it first start? When you first did it? Sure. Um, so uh, nine years ago, uh, a friend of ours had breast cancer, and she told. Uh, us that and you know Dan and I are both comics and mm -hmm. I actually uh, taught yoga at a pole studio and Dan had just wrapped um, a short film called Skinja and that mm -hmm. is stripper by night ninja by later that night <laughs> as, as most people are That's right brilliant. yeah exactly, Look it exactly. Up. it's good yeah oh you guys should watch it you guys should totally watch I'm it I definitely, you know it's funny when when david send this stuff i want to see that for sure, sure. Yeah. oh yeah we'll totally send it to you so okay. dan had just done that she told us this and i was like you know i you know maybe there's a show like we'll just do comedy and then we'll put all the pole dancers and i came home and i was like we'll do like 20 comics and like 20 pole dancers and dan's like absolutely not do not do 20 comments and i mean i was like we'll just do like all night long comedy and pole dancing oh yeah and, right yeah exactly a great great idea and then um oddly well like there was a whole thing of like i don't know if that's even a show and she's like it's a show and i'm like oh i don't know this is yeah right. and then and then our brilliant idea at the time was to fix it we were going to get a drag queen right. to host it a, okay. a drag queen named Blackie O'Nasty, <laughs> and uh, super famous in New York. She uh, and then uh, Miss O'Nasty never showed, and like, really? and so like Joanna ended up hosting. And I like you know you I mean like, I'm sure you guys get it like you're like great hosts like hosting's not easy so I'm like I just want to go do my time I want to go do my right, eight minutes right. and Dan's like it's a whole different host. head. I was, I was like no no I don't want to do it. <laughs> Right, right. Well, it's, it's a totally different skill. It's a totally, totally different, different head, skill. you know. So oh, then absolutely. we uh, 
we 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 did the show. We raised like I don't know what over ten thousand dollars for. Well, for, most it's seven, seven. I'm good with numbers, seven thousand okay. dollars. But that's wow, still that's like wonderful. amazing for. Yeah, yeah, we and gave. Got to hand a friend seven thousand dollars ish in cash, which is a really great thing. And wonderful. then immediately after joining, I was like, I don't know. Do no, we do I it? was like, I was we're like, never we're doing, never doing, we're never doing this again. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, never say never. I was immediately like, no, why would you? There's no reason we wouldn't do this again. Yeah, and the weird mm. thing is, so you know, Blackie Nasty doesn't show up. You know, we don't do 20 comics and 20 pole dancers. It ends up being like five and five or six and mm. six at the time because pole dancing is really hard and some girls got no hurt shit. and it was it was a benefit so they're like i don't want to hurt myself at the benefit so all of a sudden right. we just have this you know five and five which is what we still have to this day oh, and either i host the show or dan hosts it and then one of us closes uh comedy wise but um yeah after the show was done i was i think i was just exhausted from like yeah. the emotional everything and and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't want to do it ever again. <laughs> it's like, we should, and the, the pole dancers, you know, like there's not a lot of pole shows out there. Obviously, comedy but, exists in New York. And well, yeah, yeah, when I was on, when we were working on Skinner, I was talking to like some of the pole pole performers, and they were like, oh, we just they have like little recitals, but they don't really have any shows. I'm like, how are you guys ever going to get better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't get better in a gym. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, and they, they yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, they do their recitals in. They're, Where they're in their in their pole studio, like not on a stage, no right. lights, right. no you know audience. Yes, and then so I think we prior even to the show, like I definitely had some idea of like, oh, this is crazy. These people are all really talented. They need some like it. Nobody's using this at all. Like you <laughs> know, like nobody's harnessing this. There's a whole bunch of great performers out there, and they're like kind of just like in a pole studio with folding chairs, and it's not like like kind of like goofy. And, yeah. and so I think on the set, I kind of like I had some inkling. I was like, oh, somebody should really do something with these people. Also, I think sometimes they ask me to host these recitals and Dan mm-hmm. like came to one and he goes, it's so weird that we're that all the lights are on and there's a full performance. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> right. it's like no show, but we're all right. at a show. Well, and- I mean, even weird, like all the lights are on. You have a dancer. Uh, a, some of them would like try and be really sexy. And you're yeah. like, yeah, the it's four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm in a metal folding chair. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're yeah, This ain't really sexy. Yeah, yeah, right, I think I one time you said, I don't even know what to do with my hands right now. No, like, I was like, I you're, yeah, you're like, is, yeah, it was really yeah, funny. I don't, yeah. don't look at me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's how the show was born. And oh, I think we did like one show, like, we in, did a Christmas show. We did a Christmas show, which was awesome. And mm-hmm. like on a Tuesday in the East, in the, where, where is our bar? Where's that? The Bowery, you know, like, yeah, I know, so. yeah, I know where and, yeah. um, and it went really well. And they're like, you guys want to do Saturdays? And we're like, Whoa. yeah, okay, we'll do Saturdays. Cool. So like January, starting January, every fourth Saturday of the month. Fantastic. So like, yeah. And then the first you know show what's... happened and, uh, <clears throat> you know, we got lucky of like time out in New York, put us in like, sexiest things to do in New York and it was like our second show and then we had to like turn we like turned away a bunch of people because we were like we're, I'm totally unprepared for that many people to show up yeah we don't, uh, we don't even know how many people can be in the room because there's no seats it's all standing room do you guys right. I, I think I, I don't know if you've ever been to the R bar it's pretty it was pretty famous it doesn't exist the, anymore it doesn't exist yeah. anymore it had two poles on a tiny uh, on, on a stage but a tiny yeah. meaning like not up that high yeah. and everyone just stood 
And, uh, yeah, so we don't even know how. Yeah, we, yeah, we had no idea. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Let them in until they can. Until they can. Then it was like, oh, yeah. we can't, we really can't fit any more people. Uh, yeah, it was a great start. It's probably one of the easier things, strangely. We've ever done. Yeah, in show business, I would say it's probably actually one of the oddly easier things. We're like, you we're know, not fighting anything. Uh, like, we yeah. just did it, and people were paying money, and show, you know, like, I mean, you guys both are like writers, and you've done yeah. lots of things. In yeah, the, like in the arts, and you're like, you know, it's not easy, right? Like nothing, well. like nothing just like happens, <laughs> yeah. like especially with writing or any of the. But then you like you write the thing, and then you got to get the thing out there, and it's so yeah. exhausting. I actually think probably the reason we've been able to do it for nine years is like, ah, oh, it just happened, and it was good, and it works, and we don't have yeah. to like, we're not pushing this boulder up a hill, which is sometimes <laughs> yeah. what doing art is, and what like, yeah. It could be it become like a Sisyphusian, right? Uh, like who is this? Who's even re- like you know, like with writing, like who's even reading this? Or like, oh yeah, well that. See, oh yeah. <laughs> the first thing you said, Dan, was one of the first things you said when we were just when you were just speaking was, "Is this a show?" And I think yeah. like most people, Chris can Chris will agree, and even my producer Mark will agree to this. There's there's many times when you're in your head doing the thing, and you you know you're going along, you have this great idea, whatever it is, and then you you step back and go. Is this really something? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know this is something to me, and it, it it gets me going. But like, is this really something? Like, do I really have? And not only is it something, but is it something that's even worth? I don't know if the word "worth" is the right word, but is it something pers- worth to pursue on a commercial For venue sure. For and sure. getting other people involved? You right and right. Yeah, no exactly. one, no one wants to put on a show that no one comes to. Right. You know, you feel bad for the talent that like exactly. you know took the time out and. Um, actually something really funny. I think you guys will appreciate this and I'm so going back nine years, but I want to say this, but I remember one of the girls was like, I'm going to do this really, this is for the benefit. I'm going to do this really slow song. It's meaningful. I go, absolutely not. This girl has cancer. We've got to make this up. Everyone dances right. something uppity. And but she, right. I was like, no heartfelt shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and it was, but yeah, so like, you know, and then like through over the years, you know, Dan and I, like, I feel like we're like Tim Gunn at like, you know, Project Runway. The, the, the narrower we get, like, we did not have themes to start. We had ideas, yeah. which doesn't even make sense, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. summer fun. Like, what what song is that? Like, you know, right. no one really knew. And the, and the more over the years, we kind of like started to narrow it down. Now we give them song lists of like, mm-hmm. we're going to do sticks. And it's like... 10 songs, just pick from one of these 10. You don't get to go mm-hmm. off, like, you know, I mean, every once in a while, we'll let them go off of the list, right. yeah. but we got to have the hits. We got to have, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like this whole other yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, also, like, let's be real. Like, when you're coming out to a show, like, it's for fun. This is like, this is not, um, Tom- I mean, actually, I mean, maybe one day we will do, like, Tommy, the Who's Rock Opera, but, like, mo- right. most of the time, like, hey, you just want to come, the show runs 90 minutes, like, I want to hear the hits, right? Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, you know what I really mm-hmm. noticed is during the pandemic when uh, bands would come on, like, re- remote shows, and they would do, like, some acoustic bullshit. And I'm like, nobody, <laughs> nobody has patience for this right now, right? Like, I don't yeah, like, no when everyone's sad, like, I actually think that's not when you bring oh, out Oh, yeah, the, they did, like, a big concert, like, and, like, everyone did a sad song. Yeah. Because everyone like, wanted, like, <laughs> J-Lo. Like, no one wants to hear J-Lo. Just, like, let's get loud. Like, let's go. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. What do they call that? Nav- what that? What's that called? Navel gazing, right? Yep, like, yes. I know, because I've, I've yeah, been in bands my whole life, like, and you go, 
you go see the band and, and, and the guys are looking down at the pedal board and you're like, dude, uh, you know, like you're going to connect with an audience and you're going to make people feel something and have a good time and want to want to come out and spend their money and have a good time. And yeah, yeah, no, you got to bring it, man. You got to bring it. And, and you got to take yourself out of this is mine and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You got to come out mm-hmm. of that whole thing, you know? Yeah. So. That's a, I think and you're also presenting a sexual, fun, sure. naughty. Yeah. It, it so you want be, people to be up and aroused and happy and, you know, all that great stuff, right? You know, you, you can do a lot. Of, I would say Paul is, has a lot, there's a lot of different opportunities. You can do a lot of different things. But mm-hmm. uh, when you go, like, because a lot of, I actually think a lot of the um, studios, they're, they're teaching to, like, slow singer-songwriter music, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, but because Paul is hard. Because Paul is like, it's hard, hard, right? It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, Chris, move. imagine that. Like, try to do, try to do something to that kind of introspective oh, stuff. That oh, kind no, of no, they no. actually Brutal. a lot of dancers no, like no, doing no, no, that, no, no, no. and and they like it. It, it doesn't. Um, and that's like it's a time and a place. Like, if you're in a small yeah. studio, that's a great place to do it. But if right. you're in a room with a couple hundred people, that you need to, you just got to do something more engaging. And I think that's mm-hmm. maybe. The gentle push that Joanne and I have given the poll community, mm-hmm. which is that like you you would think coming in that you, they'd be all like pour some sugar on me, cheese ball right. over the top. But right. it's actually the opposite. And most of the people, teacher. right? <laughs> yeah, like most of them are doing like uh, just like SoundCloud acoustic rock, like Ugh. weirdo in their stuff. <laughs> and, and which is fine again, but it's not right for a not for the right place, not for your what you're doing. Well, yeah. also, yep. like I would say, you don't want five of them, right? Like five yeah. slow, sad songs. But anyway, we're we're digressing off the. No, no, I'm, this oh. is very interesting. I mean, you oh, you okay. talk about the the actual minutia of putting the show together, which, which we're yeah. only going to get from you. You know, what I'm saying we're, we're not going to get that from a lot of other people, mm-hmm. and oh, I think right. that's important because we we talk we talk erotica and sex and positivity on the show all the time but chris and i like to get into the meat of like how things are made and mm-hmm. why they're made and that the mindset oh yeah you know you know the, the on the similar topic though that like i, I actually think that uh like pole is actually in a really if you in, in terms of like a sex positive space mm-hmm. that pole is in a really has a really good sweet spot when it's done well which is mm-hmm. meaning joanna's mom can come to the show who is 80 and enjoy mm-hmm. it and not be uncomfortable but it is also a lady uh, wearing very little, uh, yeah. or man, a, or man, or man. But definitely exp- expressing themselves necessarily not always in a sexual manner, but it's definitely sexual, and it is like, but in in a in the best way, in the sense that like everybody can come, and it's not this we, it's not uncomfortable, right? Yeah, and right. I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys know from years of being in like a sex positive space. And, not all those things are particularly comfortable, right? No, well, like, that's true. That's true. Right? You have to create creating intimacy yeah. for a large group of people is a challenging thing, right? I'm sure it is. And like, I'm if you're sure in a strip club and all you have to do is be appealing to the one guy who's looking at you in the mirror, that's a that's in some ways an easy. It's a different. It's a very different task than making uh, eye contact with a hundred people and f- establishing some intimacy, uh, mm-hmm. so that. You know, I always I, that's why I'm, we're always big supporters of poll. Of like, I actually think it is a uh, for the entire sex positive community that that poll is actually a weird middle ground. You mm-hmm. know, in terms of like, there's stuff that is never going to be for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But poll is accessible, right? Like, 
anyone can show up and see that this is someone expressing themselves in mm-hmm. a somewhat in a sexual manner, just like regular dance, really. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's a good. I always think it's a great gateway for a lot of things. Yeah, I, I mean, if just to you know, kind of be in a different place. Like I always, I, I come from a dance background, so mm-hmm. I always think. Sexy to me is confidence, right? Whether you have oh, all your clothes on or not. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you very much. Yeah, but no, no, I, I, to, I totally <laughs> yeah, agree. Exactly, with you. Ralph. No, I mean, what I, I'm pointing at you. So, um, you what know, can you do? <laughs> yeah. So, I think that you know, we get we get it so often. I mean, the first thing someone asks us about our show is, are they taking their clothes off? Are they strippers? Yeah. And we're like, it's you know, it, they're not strippers, you know. And um, by the way, if you guys are curious, like it's this, like someone if someone goes, what's the difference? See, the world's simplest answer, which is uh, they don't take their clothes off. That's what makes right. you a stripper, right? Right. <laughs> they dance on Like pole dancers, pole dance, right? Strippers right. Are, are paid. Pole dancers get paid to pole dance. Strippers mostly get paid to take their clothes off. Their clothes off, right. right. Near a pole. And I will, I mean, then, yes. Do we have strippers on the show? Absolutely. Sure. You yeah, know, right. like, you know, we'll have... Whoever, but they don't strip. But they don't strip on our, on our show. show. Right. Uh, but then gotcha. again, have we had people take off their tops? Yes. yes. <laughs> and it's been the best. But honestly, you would say. But I don't know if the that's whole, stripping, I, right? Like, yeah. And also, it was the best. It, yeah. It's one of the best moments of our. She did. Um, uh, she was dancing to Lady, and she just ripped her top off as, like, <laughs> you know, from actually from sticks a long time. Whatever. It mm-hmm. was a great moment. And even then, I would just be like, but it to me coming as a performance background, this is performance. This is entertainment. Yeah, well, at its best. I, and there, there's a there's a level there's a level at, of athleticism that is oh, yeah, just need, yeah. off the charts. Yeah. I mean, w- which oh, I've seen tons of dance yeah. in my life. You know, I'm not a dancer, but I I play one on television. But I've seen <laughs> some amazing stuff, and I, the, the stuff that that, uh, that that Dave sent over for me to look at, like just to, just oh, a it's clip, crazy. You know? I, yeah. I was the, the 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 athleticism is just crazy. I mean, just nuts. I mean, there's a couple still pictures. I'm like, this is like defying physics, yeah. you know. Listen, yeah. I think people always think the pole dancers are like lunatic party girls. I'm like, it, like to do what they do. Like most of them are drinking chamomile tea at ten o'clock and in bed. Right. right. Like, it doesn't. You can't be like. Nobody wants to know that, right? Yeah. They want the fantasy. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they train exactly. really, really hard. It yeah. doesn't. You don't look like that. You don't like do that by like pounding beers, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. doing shots. No, you 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 can't you can't live. You can't have that kind of. You you have to have some sort of a discipline. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Cut, no, no, you're right. You're right. And also, too, like I would say, we are so lucky that our show survived for nine years. That we also get people on our show that actually really like. They know there's going to be a hundred and some people there. They're not. Yeah. They're not showing up not prepared. Like right, so, right, right. And all this right. being said, which is funny, our last show was West Side Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like you know, like you know, you don't get any. Like someone just asked us what what's legit about this. I'm like, you don't get yeah. any more legit than dancing to Sondheim. Like, like let's like <laughs> you know, exactly what I mean? true. this girl wrapped her elbow around the pole, grabbed her face, and then hoisted the rest of her body off the pole. Oh my god. Held her face, pole here. I don't even. The whole audience was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" It was <laughs> the crazy, most beautiful right? thing. But at the same time, I think we get friends that bring dates also to our mm. show to be like, "Are you cool? 
Are you cool with it? Because like, if you're not cool with like, this comedy and pole dancing, and not even West Side Story, like even like our Megan the Stallion show, like just any yeah. show being like, because if you're not even cool with this, because again, it is this level of just, it's just pure entertainment. Like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no show out there that is going to make you laugh and then scream because of right. what you're seeing. Every, the whole audience is on fire. Like it's just, it's just like it. it you know, the, even the West Side Story. I'll even say we've never got applause like that because mm. the audience was so quiet and then just bursting with like excitement. And we get that like for Megan the Stallion, everyone's like out of their minds. But like we have these audiences that no one else has because no one else is changing the bar so much in eight yeah. minutes and three minutes. They're three minutes. Comics are eight minutes and it just mm-hmm. keeps going like this up and down, up and down. So I feel like in the sense of like, you know, entertainment and just New York city and nightlife, like we have this great show that, you know, doesn't, that no one else kind of has like that kind of energy with, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. sexy or whether it's not sexy or whether we're doing something like West side story or Hamilton right. or doing, right. you know, sticks and power ballads, like, Right, you know, it, it, our audiences are kind of like just yeah, insane I mean, like, capsule. Of I, yeah, awesome. I think we just we lucked into the fact that you know, if you watch eight comics in a row, which is a lot of times if you go to stand up New York, that's what you're going to see. It's it's good, right? It's fine. Everyone's mm-hmm. doing comedy. It's fun, but uh, we've really lucked into the fact that like ah, when when everything's new and you don't know what you're going to get. Mm. It's really exciting and puts a different. Oh, I, I agree. Oh, totally. puts a different kind of charge in the audience. You know. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people bring friends that, like, you know, everyone brings the people that come visit New York. Everyone has someone yeah. visiting, right? So if our show is then, I mean, we always get, we get a lot of people that bring people. Like, mm-hmm. you will not. You know, like they don't tell them anything about the right. show. Yeah. Usually, the front row for some reason is like. A bunch of people who have never seen the show, which yeah. and they're just like, you know, eating calamari, spitting it out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Eyes are pinned. You know, yeah. that's great. That's great. I'm like, right, don't, so, don't get so, too close. So to wrap this up, because I, I can we could talk to you all day. Yeah, but, absolutely, um, absolutely. This is wonderful. Tell us what what's the new year looking like for you? What's going to happen in the, in the new year? Oh, we're going to double the amount of shows we're doing. We're, cool. we're, okay. We're twice a month before. And then we're going to go to four times a month. So every other, Fantastic. Uh, every two weeks, there will be a stick of pole in it, uh, which is cool. I think a lot of times people come into town, they're like, oh, is it this weekend? Is it that? And so now they have a lot better shot of showing up in New York and just being able to see it. And I think long term, we want to be every weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to try out doubling the shows and see how it goes. Uh, and then we're doing our nine year anniversary, January, uh, yeah. January 21st and 22nd. We're going to all That's sticks. It. Fantastic. All sticks on the pole, which is great. So let's tell everybody where they can find you. Sure. Sure. Okay. Tell yeah, give, give us the whole website, yeah. roadmap, whatever you have to do. E- the easiest one, stickapole.com on Instagram and Facebook is stick it. And that was the easiest place to find all the uh, information for upcoming st- shows. So stick it. If you or just Google stick a pole and Either, you'll either get our website or Instagram. Okay. We're on uh, 85 Avenue A, which is 5th and A. Um, and uh, and if you can't remember any of that, and if you mess up all those words, if you put in comedy and pole dancing, oh, you're yeah. the only ones that come up. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no other one. There's it's no going to be game thing. and camp. Yeah, there's no other thing that comes up. And uh, so uh, I think that, yeah. And again, we're going to double okay. the amount of shows. We're super excited. It's super, like... 
you know, it's, it's taken us nine years to get here, but we're pretty uh, excited to expand, uh, yeah. you know, to say the least. So, Well, we, what will happen is when we get the show up and running, I will send um, the link out to your publicist and you guys. Because we're on a, a multitude of different networks. Um, and then I always blog the show, too, so I'll have all the... You'll see all the stuff printed out too, so people oh, can great. find you. Um, but we uh, we can't thank you enough. This is oh, this thank is you. Awesome. Thanks for doing us. We really appreciate it. I, I could talk great. to you guys forever, yes, man. Yes. You know, it's let's, so let's, let's do a check in. Let's do like a you know. Let's see. Let, let's do a check in totally. and see how you guys are doing. Totally. When, yeah. when is when is the anniversary? January twenty first and twenty second. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have you back on. Yeah, we'll yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. We'll be, we'd love to come back on. Do you okay? Good. What is your like like? Do you guys like sticks? Like, what's your favorite music? Maybe we can make. Well, a I'm, a, I'm a I'm a vintage prog guy. Yep. You know. Oh, okay. So like I'm um, you know Jethro Tull, Emerson, Lincoln Palmer, Pink Floyd, mm -hmm. and Chris Chris um, Chris loves everything. I'm all, right? I'm Chris, all over the place. Like I'm all over the place. I go yeah. from Gershwin to. You know, KML, uh, you know, it's like, you know, hardcore German industrial, Romstein, you name it. I'm all over oh, the place. Oh, yeah. he likes Someone dance he to Romstein. We'll send you that link. Um, <laughs> um, well, we did Pink Floyd last Thanksgiving. We did the whole, what did we do? Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, so, yeah we did the whole album. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was, cool. yeah. 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 Again, though, it's not up in your face, the, right? Music, it's more, yeah. The Romstein right. show is coming. There we <laughs> a lot of flames. You just gotta get you gotta get a lot of flame retardant stuff for that one. Oh, you know? I wish. No, yeah. there'll be no there'll be no fire. But with, I actually I actually think we could easily do. We've talked about it before because one of the dancers really likes Rammstein. I actually think their music's. It's really, super easy to. I mean, rock is probably oh, the easiest I would say yeah, to I'm dance sure to, but. I think once this show, like, you know, we are, we've been rocking since after the pandemic. And yeah. I think with David's help and your help and, you know, people just kind of yeah. getting more press, we'll be able to do not anything we want, but we'll be able to challenge the music. For yeah. Sure. Oh, but, oh, yeah. 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 Sure. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, well, Mark, Mark, it was good to see you. Mark. Thank you guys. Thank Bye you. Ralph, thank you so much. Happy you. holidays. Whatever okay, holidays you celebrate. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye, guys. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. That was wasn't that, Chris? Oh, they're fantastic. I am so beautiful annoyed people. that I'm across the country. I would love to take in one of their yeah, shows. They sound beautiful, they're beautiful so delightful. People and such a passion for what they're doing, you know? And uh, and I, we're going to get all that chick the pole stuff up yep. for you guys who are listening. Because um, this show is listened to all the way around, and you could, you know, if you're in the in this area, in the New York area, you could find us anywhere. So it doesn't really matter. But um, this has been licking non vanilla. Um, I have to say, it, clapping my hands because yeah, you can see me. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Um, this was a good one, Chris. This is the first wonderful. one we did where you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> and we'll we'll get we'll get back on we'll get back on and get get up more shows and we are on uh skyhawk now and uh we're all over the place and so we're we're really happy to be amongst all these places and if you're listening to us please reach out and let us know you're listening to us absolutely and read the blog and find chris and my writing everywhere and anywhere and uh we just thank you for listening so thank you chris as always thank oh, you for thank spending you, your time with me and, and one uh, we'll see you next time on Licking None. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. And visit us on the web at www.lickingnonvanilla.com.